0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell Tell your your story. story. Hey Dwight, so D&D has
1: been around for 50 plus years almost, and it has that many books made with maps and things like that. So my question would be, how would you incorporate
0: some of the older things in the back library and give a new life. Right, which you can see, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast or Hasbro or whoever it technically is now, they've been doing that too, where they, um, you know, they kind of update a D&D 1 to a D&D 2 to a D&D 3-5 to a D&D 5 mm-hmm. now. Um, you're seeing that with, like, a, a ton of stuff, actually. I mean...
1: Greyhawk got that... To tell uh, El- Temple of Elemental Evil got that
0: Raven Ravenloft got that. So many things, and so many things. So and we played through Greyhawk uh, Expedition to Greyhawk, I think is what it was called. Castle, the three Five Expedition to Castle, Castle Greyhawk, Three Five, and it's a 400, 330 page book or something like that. And it's got a ton of maps. It's got it's got like names of innkeepers. It's got names of everything. But if I was doing, if I was playing 5-0 I could easily just take that book and not even care about any of the storyline in it. Not at all. I would take the dungeons, because we're talking about specifically the dungeons here in this case. I could take the dungeons, and I could be like, okay, cool. So there's three towers. That's perfect. I can create a city that has three towers outside of it. Um, and I can talk about some sort of crazy wizard who made these things. And then I could just, especially if my players have never played anything earlier than five zero, they would have no idea about this even existing. Mm-hmm. And I could just take the entire map section, and instead of using their monsters, I could put my monsters in, because the stats aren't even going to come close to lining up. Mm-hmm. I could tell my own story with it, where um, instead of, you know, there's a god trap at the bottom of that, well, instead of having a god trap at the bottom, maybe it's a um magical prison. Mm-hmm. And maybe the 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 good ruler of their entire plane has been permanently trapped down there for in a suspended animation type of wish spell for the last 9000 years or something like that. And so their the goal of these players is to finally go and rescue the, you know, the the king that was the best you know that created a utopia mm-hmm. but since the world since then the world's fallen into disarray and so now you need to go save that person and so you you can just literally use all the exact same maps as you go through you could you could grab um anything that makes sense so if there's a a cool trap or something like that you can move it and mod it if there's not a cool trap and you want one you can just add it if the monsters yeah. there make sense, leave them. But I know that between 3-5 five, and 5, for instance, and especially between 2 and 5, there's, there's a, major a discrepancy. huge where monsters have gone up or down 5 to 10 different challenge ratings. So what makes sense in a 3-5 game could literally kill your players in a five zero oh game. Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily look for that, but I would look to see, okay, so... This uh, That module was from, like, I think levels 3 to 8 or... I can't remember exactly what it was. I thought it went up to, like, 14 or something like that. Oh, that totally could be. Um, I think it was, Oh, I think it was 7 to 14 is what it was. Mm-hmm. So I would just look at the challenge ratings and understand that a challenge rating is going to be within a handful of l- levels above or below. And if you start seeing that all the monsters on the first level are between levels 4 and 8... With the last yeah. ones being closer to the 8 category,
1: oh. you kind of know what to do. Also, the monsters you put in there kind of depend on what your story is. As if it, if it's like a lich, oh. you have a lich there, yeah. you're going to have
0: undead things. Exactly. So
1: some of the monsters that were initially in there might not work.
0: Yeah, 100%. And then um, you could also make sure that maybe the upper levels of the dungeon are filled with more natural denizens like goblinoids orcs even just bears wolves plant-like creatures Mm -hmm. who have moved in because the real dangerous things they don't come up to the surface they like to go down instead of come up right so they go grocery shopping in the underdark not in town Mm -hmm. so they stay they're going downward they're not coming up and so um you could have that kind of ability where Again, I, I think it's uh there's a lot of really cool maps and concepts out there that are easily incorporatable, but you yeah. might need to shift a ton of stuff in there. And I would suggest not grabbing every monster and trying to translate it, because that's just a ton of work for no real advantage. Yeah. But if you don't like to draw your own maps, which can be hard, mm-hmm. there are some amazing maps there, and you might want to keep some of the flavor text. Yeah. Like under mountains a good one if you just want a big giant dungeon. Oh yeah, under mountains huge. Um, and then there's other ones too where if you want some fantastical locations, there's there's games out there like that. Ravenloft castle is like fourteen pages of just big castle. Bumps. Right. If you need a castle, like a crazy castle, Ravenloft's or, your go-to. Could be if you need a crazy dungeon. Under mountain if for natural if you want a crazy dungeon made by human-ish hands like humanoid hands then I would go rave I go castle uh gray greyhawk uh, greyhawk thank you um, you greyhawk. have
1: a tomb of horrors if you want some a smaller scale dungeon that's a little bit nasty as well well if you take out all the traps then life's a lot easier yeah and all of the monsters that kill
0: kill fighters as soon as you open up that door you're never gonna forgive me for that
1: you're not speaking for personal
0: experience at all <laughs> Well, anyway, that said, there are a lot of really good maps out there in literally almost 50 years of history with D&D, just waiting for anybody to take them. And then and also...
1: There's also several fa- several hundred fan-made maps that absolutely. you can find almost anywhere.
0: Yeah, because you even, like, let's say that you're... Um, I've seen a couple of Patreons where people are literally every week coming out with one or, I don't know, ten different pre-made adventures, you don't have to follow the pre-made adventure. You could spend the $3 a month and just get it for the maps. Get
1: it for the maps, yeah.
0: I mean, specifically, if you're still running a 3-5 game and no one's doing the pre-mades for you, you could get the 50 0 pre-mades and then just run your own monsters through their their maps. Mm-hmm. Maps are hard to make. They're incredibly time-consuming. Oh, yeah, they are. And and then uh, I would rather just have somebody else, I'd just rather steal somebody's map or make up my map on the fly mm-hmm. than actually sit there and try to go through the entire thing yeah. of creating my own map. And maps. just
1: because you have the map right next to you doesn't mean that you have to write it
0: exactly. Oh,
1: you could improvise. Later on, like we're running through one with for D D right now. Where we're one of the things that we saw in there was there was a nine foot room that had twenty two <laughs> bunk beds or something in there That, that was made actually, no sense. and that
0: was actually a, a Wizards of the Coast product. And yeah, I literally went, "How big is this room?" It was nine squares. It was and nine and squares. It had like thirty four bunk
1: beds and a table with like eight chairs. And we're like, "How are you getting oh, this in there?" And chess. I, I, I
0: oh yeah, and bed <laughs> So it's like the TARDIS of like bunk. <laughs> Yeah, of like sleeping quarters. The barracks is bigger on the inside. But yeah, so I mean, even they make mistakes. So don't feel too bad. But on that note of um, it's really easy to do your own random. Uh, if you're doing a natural cave complex, mm-hmm. I almost to a certain degree will just start doing it random. I won't even care.
1: Yeah, because you're going to have water flowing wherever water wants to flow. It's going to be jagged and weird. and
0: Yeah. And then if I'm going to use something a little bit more, you know, like I said, humanoid constructed, then I will probably grab somebody else's pre-made map, cobble Mm -hmm. some together, that sort of thing. And then I will just put my own monsters in where I feel like I need to put my own monsters in. And traps, things like that. Absolutely. So that's how I would do it. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.